utter chaos down there. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, finally. What what took you? You went down for a coffee. Well, you know, like how I said, I've got this really nice fresh ground coffee to make. Yeah. I cannot be asked to put it in the coffee maker, so I just stuck some filters on top of a cup. <laughs> and obviously, when you do that, you know, you shove in a few spoonfuls of coffee, so leave it, the filters in the top. It falls uh, in the coffee. It does. I just couldn't see. I didn't realise how much I'd, how much water I'd poured in. Um, oh, so that, obviously, like, that's yeah. Sir Isaac Newton and his gravity have got a lot to answer for, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, but... Um, this yeah. week's uh, we need some sort of opener for this week's episode. Yeah, we do. Well, right. well, Jav's not here. I mean, again, obviously, our, our um, you know our, yes. our irregular special guest Jav's not here. So maybe we should dedicate this episode to him. Cool. Call it the Jav Show because it's going to be unexpectedly short and leaving you disappointed. Perfect. You're listening to the Host Unknown podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are joining us. And welcome to episode 122 of the Host Unknown podcast. The unexpectedly short and soon to leave you disappointed episode. (laughs) Uh, I I thought that was quite a snappy um, dedication title, really, isn't it? Yeah, it just rolls straight off the tongue. It does. A.K.A. the jab. The (laughs) (laughs) jab. He should be so lucky. <laughs> Where is he anyway this week? I have no idea. Tallinn, I think, or Tallinn, or, or, Switzer, or, or Sweden, or uh, yeah. I don't know. Slovakia. So it's mysterious about where he was going. Yeah, if I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he's trying to be this like international man of mystery, and it's yeah. Yeah, well, it's just working out to be. He's he's just schlepping round in economy everywhere, you know. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. dreadful. Anyway, how's your week been? It was good, actually, and obviously I bumped into you last night at the I uh, know. rant. It was I my know. first rant in many years. Uh, yeah. I think it's been seven years since my last rant or something What? Like what? That. Seriously, yeah. seven it years? It has been that long, yeah. I think 2015 was the last time I went. Good Lord. Yeah. That, back when you had hair. Back when I had hair, which is why, you know, maybe a couple of people didn't recognise me last <laughs> night. It was a, a bit of a shock. <laughs> yeah 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 it was a good one it was it was sponsored by my ex-employers as well so yeah. no awkward conversations were had there <laughs> whatsoever uh i had to bite my tongue on a few occasions but no it was it was lovely to catch up with a, uh, a couple of the folks from there uh really nice to see them but yeah it was good it was good it was uh, it was um back on full form after the last couple of years i think yeah definitely good to be back and so it's bring that you know, challenge. What to say? Check and challenge. Bring that debate back to uh, conversations yeah. in a yeah. respectful manner. Which I thought uh, they did very well, actually. I thought it it, it came yes. together nicely. Yeah, and obviously plying people with free alcohol before the event is um, <laughs> yeah. always guaranteed to you know exactly. to, to prevent people from being shrinking violets. I think loosen a few tongues, loosen a few tongues. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, this is this is not the host unknown podcast as sponsored by Rant. But it could be Simon and Tom. Uh, but um, but in all seriousness, folks, if you haven't checked out a rant event, um, ninety plus percent of them are run in the in London, unfortunately. So our international yeah. members may not be able to get involved. They do have some online events. In fact, I was at an online event on Tuesday with them, 
okay. got sent a lovely hamper, I say hamper, cardboard box of uh, cheese and meats <laughs> and uh, alcohol-free fizz as well, which was nice. That'll do nice for That's Christmas. Nice. So, but yeah, the rant events and the rant community stuff that's done is very, very good. I have to say, I always enjoy it. Always enjoy it. Yeah. It was good, good, good to see everybody there. Good to get back into the, you know, into coughing into each other's faces again. I, I, I miss that. And uh, yeah, and a uh, big shout out to uh, William Lau as well, uh, friend of the show. Um, such a friend of the show. He actually had us on his podcast as he walked in. Yeah. A, See, uh, as as if there wasn't enough of us there, you know. <laughs> no, he, he wanted us not only visually but hourly all the time as well. So it was it was uh, good to know we could satisfy those host unknown urges that uh, many of our show fans have, and uh, and everybody listening. I hope you all had a good week. I hope many of you. In fact, I hope I saw some of you last night. That would have been good. Um, we trust you all had a good week too. Tell us, let us know, comment and subscribe, telling us what kind of week you had. Don't well, tell us about comment and subscribe. Or yeah, <laughs> or, or just subscribe. Frankly, that would also be good. It's not much to ask. All right, shall we? Uh, since we are uh, dedicating this uh, episode to the short one, let's uh, let's crack on, shall we? Absolutely. This week in InfoSec takes us back to the 27th of September of previous years. That, <laughs> you can tell we've we've not this together quickly. Rant of the week. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that. You know, uh, in, in previous... Sorry, I know I'm, I'm talking over music no, no, right no. now, but in, in previous episodes, you guys have complained about you can hear me typing on the keyboard because I'm literally typing as you're talking. And so <laughs> I've been discreetly doing it in the background, very gently. I have uh, noticed. noise. I have no, I'm, I'm impressed at your ability to multitask, I have to say. Uh, rant of the Week talks about a LinkedIn recruiters. Billy Big Balls is a story about bankers. Oh, a Billy Big Ball banker. I love the sound of that. Interesting news brings the latest and greatest security news stories from around the world. And Tweet of the Week is another word for OSINT. Right, let's move swiftly on to our favourite part of the show, the part of the show that we like to call... This Week in InfoSec. It is that part of the show where we take a fly-by InfoSec memory lane with content liberated from the Today in InfoSec Twitter account and further afield. And today we have gone further afield and I'm going to hit you with three rapid fire stories all from the same day of various years. So our first story is taking back, taking us back a mere 24 years to the 27th of September 1998, uh, which for some peculiar reason Google has time, at times chosen this date as their birthday. Uh, even though it is more likely to be either the 4th or 7th. Um, and Google has no explanation for celebrating their birthday on different days over the years, other than to say that they opened their doors in 1998. Um, and the exact date they celebrate is just whenever they feel like having cake, uh, which I think is a very 
There's, there's not much nice. I respect Google for, but I respect them for that. <laughs> yeah. hey, I feel like cake. It's my birthday. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Christ, I'd be about 2006 if if I was uh, in, in, in years, if, if, if that was the case. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, today's my birthday, Tom. I'm eating cake right <laughs> yeah, now. It must be my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so... Our second story takes us back 25 years to the 27th of September 1997, uh, when just a little over two weeks after naming a certain Steve Jobs as the interim CEO, um, Apple launched their Think Different ad campaign, uh, which was designed to reintroduce the Apple brand. Um, You know, the campaign was universally praised by the press, general public and the advertising industry, winning several awards along the way. And when you look at it in context, the Think Different campaign was the symbolic start of Apple's resurgence from a near collapse in the late 90s um, to what is now one of the most valuable companies in the world. It's it's funny. I remember I remember right about that time and it coming out and I always thought because I was a PC man and all that sort of thing. I always did, did thought... you have your Palm Pilot and you'd say, this Apple will never catch on. Exactly. <laughs> it's not far off, you know. Not far off. It's like Apple Macs were for other people. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, it was it was not my sphere at all. And, and yet now here we are. Now your big Apple tattoo logo on your <laughs> on your chest. <laughs> yeah, it's about about the size of a football. oh brilliant Uh, so our third story will take us back if i get my maths right 26 years to the 27th of september 1996 when hacker kevin mitnick was indicted on charges Uh, so at the time mitnick was 33 years old indicted on charges resulting from a two and a half year hacking spree before he was caught um and police accused the hacker, who called himself the Condor, of stealing <laughs> software worth millions of dollars from major computer corporations. The maximum possible sentence for his crimes was 200 years. And um, That's obviously... quite the lawyer who gets that down to like one and a bit percent. <laughs> and time served, yeah. To be, yeah. I mean, he was held without charge for a long time. But yeah. um, I did hear the snicker at the nickname, but obviously this is one of Jazz's work colleagues. So Yeah, I know. The Condor, fine. come on. I mean, it's... Uh... <laughs> That the, I, I, you know, I'm, I, my secret name is uh, uh, I don't know, the throat warbling um, chaffinch. <laughs> uh, I just go by Blue Tit. Blue. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it was Big Tit. Oh yeah, no, Great Tit. That's it. Great Tit. <laughs> I do remember about ten years ago, um, my 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 wife. Saying at the, at, the, at the time that she saw this, uh, particular, on, okay. I'm not this, parti- this particular bird in a, in the garden, and she wondered if it was a blue tit or a or a great tit. So she went and googled great tits, and, <laughs> and as she hit return, she realised what she'd just done. <laughs> Took her nine pages to find anything close to what she was looking for. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. Excellent, uh, lovely, uh, quick and cheerful and, well, short uh, this week in InfoSec. This week in InfoSec. 
Feeling overloaded with actionable information? Yep. Fed up receiving well-researched, factual security content? Yes! Ask your doctor if the Host Unknown podcast is right for you. Always read the label, never double-dose on episodes. Side effects may include nausea, eye-rolling and involuntary swearing in anger. Right, let's get cracking, shall we? On to uh, this week's... Listen up! Rant of the week. It's time to mother rage! So, the headline reads, Microsoft warns of North Korean crew posing as LinkedIn recruiters. So, uh, you know, when Chesney from Essex calls you and says he's looking for, uh, you know, a new CISO of this wonderful startup, just ask him what he had for breakfast this morning and if it's... Uh, uh, if it wasn't Kellogg's and more like uh, porridgey gruel, then uh, possibly question uh, exactly where he's come from. But yeah. especially Mike... if he says, what, "What? What do you mean, eat for breakfast?" <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, so Microsoft has claimed that a North Korean crew has posed as LinkedIn recruiters to distribute poisoned versions of open source software packages. Uh, the state-sponsored group has been around since 2009. Was allegedly behind the 2014 attack on the Sony Pictures. Is that the Lazarus Group? No, that wasn't that. No, I wasn't was them. I, I, no. I just think everybody in North Korean hacking community is the Lazarus Group. Yeah. Um, and also it, because um, Sony got hacked a lot in those days. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's like a f- flip a twenty-sided coin as to who it was, right? Um, But they hacked it in retaliation for the controversial Seth Rogen comedy, The Interview, which is, well, I have to say a distinctly average film, but not unentertaining. Um, But it was dumb. It is about time they got over it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Especially since they've killed their own uh, own, um, director, uh, dictator since that time and put, put, put a new one in. Uh, dubbed Zinc, the threat actors have previously run long-term phishing schemes targeting media, defence and aerospace and IT services organisations in the US, UK, India and Russia. So that's that's the blurb. Um, so, so, Andy, you and I were talking just before and you said, who opens attachments uh, from recruiters? I and did. I guess the, yeah, the the short answer is people who are fans of not starving to death and uh, having somewhere to sleep, you know. So potentially, yes, if you've already got a job and you're just, uh, you know, trying to pick the, uh, the 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 cream off the top, then yeah, you probably wouldn't. But if you've if you've been searching for a good little while, i you're in a potentially vulnerable position. You're trying to get. You know, into into a job so you don't starve to death. You're trying to, uh, um, you know, move location, etc., etc. You're you're fairly vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, You are fairly vulnerable, but and so I guess you know if you've if you've got a particularly uh, charming Chesney from Cheshire calling you, um, see what I did there uh, to um, (laughs) to offer you offer you work and all you have to do is open up this package or, or whatever, which may well be, I don't know, a competency test or whatever, then you're probably going to do it. You're going to do whatever's... Uh, okay. Do you know what? I didn't uh, make the link between that, you know, sort of competency check. You know, I'm thinking like this guy, you know, this person contacts you via LinkedIn. Hey, you've got this job. You're perfect for it. You know, your Download profile the matches. CXC. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but especially because they say they switch to WhatsApp as well. Right. Um, you know, they like to switch communications WhatsApp where they deliver the shell code. Um, yeah. And it's like, well, why would I open an attachment? Like, I don't. You know, it, I, I mean, I got annoyed having to use Zoom for interviews, right? <laughs> I, am I got annoyed having to interview for interviews. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, this just sounds like a lot of extra steps. But, you know, when you're actually saying it's a competency test or it's a psychometric, you know, I wouldn't actually Or, do or a it could actually be, here's, here's the... Um, you know, here's the online interview tool we use. You know, well, yeah. And if again, if you're desperate and it's, you know, it sounds like a, you know, a good offer and all that, so you're going to do it. And I just, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. I mean, it's Friday morning. I'm about to record the podcast. Of course, I did. But uh, you know, it pisses me off how it always seems to be the most vulnerable that are are, uh, you know, attacked like this. And of course they are, because they're the ones that are most likely to do slightly risky things because they're in, you know, positions of weakness, etc. But, oh, but then, enough so with, with this. That, what are you going to get from them, right? If they don't have money... <laughs> well, this is are... true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I see this package which is downloaded, right? I'm just reading it now. So the open source software included Putty, Kitty, Tight VNC, Sumatra PDF Reader, and Subliminal Recording Software Installer. Subliminal? How big is this package? Send us your money. Send us your money. <laughs> <laughs> What's the subliminal thing now? That's, that seems like some real hippy-dippy shit going on. Yeah. Microsoft says the purpose of the attacks appears to be run-of-the-mill cyber espionage and attempts to steal money or data, or just general corporate network sabotage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you, it, they could be downloading this at work, right? Or, you know, at home at work, which is yeah. just as likely now. And, in fact, it may be potentially even you know a couple of years later bypassing uh, you know core security controls as a result maybe yeah block um, what's that for web at work people yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely in fact you know we we may well be talking about this in in a little while at some point but yeah oh, using spoiler. whatsapp as a way to uh, to to sideline uh, corporate controls not great not great i mean the only reason Host Unknown is on WhatsApp is because of you, Andy, and your bloody memes. You know, oh, I don't like the way they show up on Signal. You know, they're memes, Andy. We gave it a good go. Like, we, tried. we gave we it a good it go. You months. sent about five memes and said, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> we kept the group for a long time. We did for, keep uh... it. There's nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> I still think we should move. I do. I still think we should move. Convenience over security. Well, I know, right? I know. I was talking to somebody about just that the other day. So, oh, well. Well, well that was the rant of the week. Um, a slightly farcical, uh, laughy uh, rant of the week. But rant nonetheless. And uh, uh, you North Korean crew, please, just, just stop it. Find a bank to attack or a US government or something like that. Uh, it'd be so much. It's just uh. rant of the week. Attention! This is a message for all other Infosec podcasts. Busted! We caught you listening again. This is the Host Unknown podcast. 
Talking of other security podcasts, I was on Smashing earlier this week. Oh, how'd that work out for you? It was good. It was good. Uh, Graham lined up a whole bunch of filthy stories uh, <laughs> and, and innuendos <laughs> and uh, double entendres that I just had to comment on all the way through. So, uh, so yeah, I think Carole described it as this is just lewd, uh, but quite funny. So, uh, <laughs> so if you're joining us from having listened to uh, Smashing Security, Host Unknown is far more professional. We don't enter into such uh, filthy innuendos like that. Uh, but uh, but talking of filthy innuendos, I think it's time we do go straight over to and we can either sit and wait for Jav to see if he attends, or I shall just run with this story because I, I think would, we... I, I would run with the big balls, mate. Definitely, <laughs> exactly. because we both know that uh, you know our special guest shall not be joining us today. Okay, so the headline of this is: Have you ever suspected bankers could just use WhatsApp communications? And the answer is $1.8 billion says you are right. Uh, so if you thought shadow IT at your office was bad, try enforcing workplace device policies on hedge fund traders. Um, and so obviously hedge funds, regulated industry, people need to know what's happening, you know, accusations of insider trading or, you know, unnecessarily risky practices which have destabilized economies over time. I think, you know, we've seen bailouts in the past. We've seen, you know, house prices crash. Um, but, you know, if you're in uh, one of the highly regulated industry, like, um, you know, staff at 11 of the world's most powerful financial firms, um, they were fined nearly $2 billion this week for off-channel communications. And so these are big companies, right? These are banking giants. We're talking Goldman Sachs, Credit Suisse, Citigroup, Bank of America. Um, they all agreed to pay penalty to the uh, US SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, um, plus an additional $710 million fines uh, to the Commodity Futures Trading Commission um, for failing to monitor and stop their workers from using unauthorised messaging apps. Um, and so, you know, the, the company freely admitted that their staff, including senior investment bankers, so, you know, there's nothing coming from the top down. Yeah. Uh, of using unapproved channels. And I think this is something we can all relate to, right? Because if you've got a personal device, um, there's nothing to stop you from using it. No. Uh, you know, in, in a lot of these places. And, and homeworking changed a lot. So, you know, I used to work at a place that had what was called heightened security areas where, you know, you couldn't take mobile devices and you couldn't take anything and no Apple Watches, no smart devices. But the pandemic changed all that, right? Um, because the business needed to continue to run. People couldn't go into an office, and so rules were relaxed. And then it's very difficult to get people to come back when they say, well, look, the business still runs with, you know, without everyone in a room under this watchful eye. Yeah, why do we uh, still need to do it? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think even anyone that's recruiting now will know how quickly, um, you know, candidates are, um, you know, applying for multiple jobs, get multiple offers, and then just leaving you hanging. They say, yeah. actually, this person is, you know, 100%, I never have to come into the office with this job, so I'm going to take that one. And they're offering, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you're offering. It's like, yeah, you said I'd have to come into the office, you know, once a quarter. No, I'm not into that. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the moment, it is a candidate's market. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah, big struggle. So, yeah, I mean, I started off with the Billy Big Bulls on this. It's, it's more because head... <laughs> 
hedge fund managers just do have this attitude about them. Um, they think they them. have Billy Big Balls. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, there's no bookkeeping or record keeping going on uh, with any of this stuff uh, in a market that is critical to, you know, what happens in these industries, in these industries will impact um, well, and and also the, these these environments are known for, in adverted commas, constantly misbehaving, constantly yeah. <clears throat> doing things like this, doing anything, you know, because money talks. They, they, they will break the rules if it means they can make an extra billion here, there or everywhere, right? And it's justified because it's good for the business or, or whatever. You know, so when you said this is from the top down, of course it was because that's you know by having these side channel conversations, they can maximise profits. They can they can, you know, leverage each other's knowledge to make sure they get them the the very best out of it, and it's exactly that kind of arrogant um, self belief that causes things like the you know the financial crash. Yeah, and do you know what? Um... <clears throat> Even now they've excuse me, admitted to doing it and they're going to put in all these, well, I don't know what controls they're putting in. You just know these people are now, because they were too stupid to do it before, they're just going to turn on disappearing messages. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Much like Host Unknown and their Indeed. WhatsApp group. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's most of Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you and I don't care. No. <laughs> Whatever. But but Jeff was worried about the mutual uh, destruction uh, you, element of yeah, uh, that's taking right. him down. That's right. <laughs> Little does he know that we screenshot everything every day, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. oh, dear. Yeah, so, you know, bankers, you you your Q80 tankers, you uh, or whatever it, whatever the uh, the old old um uh Cockney rhyming slang was for it. Merchant yeah. bankers. Merchant bankers, yeah. I, yeah. I always like Q80 tankers, I must admit. But yeah. um, you are you are a bunch of uh, wankers, basically, for yes. doing this. Just follow the rules that are put in place to help everybody, not just you and your goddamn bonus, right? So, sorry, I've turned this into a rant. And so it should be. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and that was this week's ranty... Billy Big Balls of the Week. Uh, if only, if only we had spent a little bit more time on these show notes, we may not be flying through this and getting a little bit confused <laughs> as to which one we are, you know. But talking of time, see what I did there. What time is it, Andy? It is that time of the show where we head over to our news sources over at the InfoSec PA Newswire who have been very busy bringing us the latest and greatest security news from around the globe. Industry News. Ransomware affiliates adopt data destruction. Industry News. Reason Labs unveils multi-million dollar global credit card scam. Industry News. Fitbit increases security requirements, mandates Google login from 2023. Industry news. Alleged Optus hacker apologises, deletes customers' exposed data. Industry news. ICO reprimands UK organisations for GDPR failings. Industry news. Hacker breaches Fast Company, Apple News account and sends racist messages. 
Industry News. IRS warns of industrial scale smishing surge. Industry News. Mobile, cloud, and email are top threat vectors for 2023. Industry News. Leakbase India Swashata platform breached. 16 million user PII records exposed. Industry News. And that was this week's. Industry News. Huge, if true. Huge. I can't believe this Optus hacker has apologised and deleted the exposed data. Something tells me he's <laughs> he's either eleven, or it's not it's not them. Do you know? I saw I saw a story of this and uh, from a friend in Australia. And they had a different take. Was that uh, the hacker originally wanted this to be a ransom demand? But they tried to call Optus and were on hold for three hours and gave up. They lost the will to live. We're not doing this. We can't be asked with this. Just delete it. We're done. We're done. I think Optus is the is the equivalent of the UK's Virgin Media, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, from what I understand, someone else has also claimed... Uh, to be the hacker as well. And so there is now some confusion as to has the data been deleted? Has it been copied? It is, you know, which one is, is the right person? Yeah, but always, I mean, this could be someone that was, uh, you know, who's just had a life changing moment and will now give up alcohol or drugs. What? Um, you know, they sort of woke up in the morning like, dude, what did I do last <laughs> night? And it's like, oh, so, uh, shit. Sees all this green code running down their screen and. Yeah. <laughs> Looks at it and goes, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Flash. Then looks to at the, the camera before. and goes, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure, uh, yeah, then, you know, it's, uh, they made the promise I'll never drink again, never do drugs again. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, put up an apology. <laughs> it's, uh, it's that sort of, oh, you know, checking, oh, at least my VPN was running. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at, least, at least I went through eight proxies. My Nord VPN or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of Nord VPN, do you want to sponsor this show? I don't... Seems yes. like you sponsor everybody else. <laughs> oh, uh, what else? What else we got here? Oh, Fitbit um, increases security requirements and mandates a Google login. I, I, uh, I'm trying to work out if that's an oxymoron or actually if if that probably is better than what Fitbit have got in place anyway. I think that's some way of making it easier for Google to hoover up the data. Yeah. I think Google already own Fitbit, don't they? They don't. And they're like, they do, no, yeah. you know, we have to do this token every time we want to copy that data. If they just use our SSO, yeah. it's just so much easier. Exactly. Just... Think of the electricity yeah. we'd save because we're a green company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I did see that slight hint of uh, prediction for 2023. Um, oh, yeah. Mobile cloud and email, God. the top Groundbreaking. <laughs> I know. It's okay, let me think. You've got you know, mobile devices, so that covers your endpoints. Yeah, <laughs> you've cloud. Got cloud that, that covers your production environment. <laughs> yeah. And, you've and got, email. Uh, email, right. Yeah, it's, that uh, covers the over 50s. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised to see data centers fall so far down the list. They don't need the top <laughs> yeah. <three> list. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
groundbreaking. Let me see who uh, wrote this report. Oh, PwC, of course. Oh, yeah, what? Come uh, on, PwC. It's my old alumni. They're, they're, they're showing me up. <laughs> You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> yeah, and I bet they charge for that report as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and here's another groundbreaking revelation. Uh, larger organisations are significant. Uh, sorry, larger organisations are significantly more likely to be affected by risks related to software supply chain. <laughs> Good insight. That's. Uh... I, I had a I had a dinner on uh, Wednesday. I was talking about supply chain risks, and I, I um, it reminds me because I, I I mentioned this during the dinner, and it, it reminded me of uh, I think it was someone at Tesco's or some supermarket chain. He said that. The average meat, frozen meat lasagna uh, involves up to <laughs> 200 different suppliers. Oh, jeez. Do you know what? I actually had something like that in the back of my head from, do you remember the horse meat scandal? Mm. Mm. From back in the day when, it t- you know, when the, the UK actually enforced all these rules because it turned out that half these suppliers were chopping out beef and inserting horse meat because it was yeah. cheaper in the supply yeah. chain. It's tastier as well. Yeah, no, absolutely, and that's what you had people go and say. Put the horse meat back in. This yeah, doesn't it's... taste the same. Yeah, that's right. It's quite bland, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah no, supply chain is uh, tough. It is. It is. Uh, I don't think there's anything else in here that's uh, worth looking at. Is no, there? we'll just see what hacker breaches fast company Apple News account. Um, yeah, that was quite I funny, see... if if a little upsetting. It is, but you know, once you get that, it's like straight away racist messages. It's like, of course it yeah. is. Do you know what? Yeah, you could what? have done something really clever, something really like pure parody mm. that people would have believed. But um, yeah, yeah, or no, even just even just said, you know, Viva Ukraine or something stupid like that. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. the fact that it's it's you know you're you're breaching this this company and showing them up for not having you know decent security and all that sort of thing. To what, as you say, to send racist messages? At least, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm in violent agreement here. Violent yeah, agreement. Strange. Um, and uh, UK organisations with GDPR failings. Who would have guessed in the face of Brexit? <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, that was this week's industry news. If you work hard, research stories with diligence, and deliver well-edited, award-winning, studio-quality content for high-paying sponsors, then you too can be usurped by three idiots who know how to think on their feet. You're listening to the award-winning Host Unknown podcast. Yes, you are. And let's move on to the final part of the show. We've got six minutes before Andy needs to be in a meeting, so we'll make it quick. It's time for this week's... Tweet of the Week. And we always play that one twice. Tweet of the week. So this week's tweet falls to me. It's from Inverse Cos uh, and some little um, emoticons following that. Uh, The tweet says, when they tell you their name and job, and you've got to act surprised because you work in Infosec, so you already stalked them. (laughs) 
And it is so true. I'm guessing she's talking about going on dates and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, she also says, uh, I think, you know, the follow-ups where she says, uh, like, please, I already know your sister's dog's name, but sure, we can be at the uh, what are your hobbies basis. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, also, I see a lot of people in the industry with OSINT specialist in their bio because cyberstalker has legal connotations. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's hilarious. That's brilliant. (laughs) As somebody who's been through this, uh, you know, last few years, it's it's very true, actually. (laughs) Oh, oh, are you are you an axe murderer? Are you a bunny boiler? Are you you know whatever? (laughs) Trouble is, I'm not very good at it. All right, that was this week's Tweet of the Week. Well, we barreled into the end of that show. Uh, I think, do you know what? I'm going to just submit that clean. I'm not going to do any editing. I don't no think. edit, absolutely. Yeah, no edit. I'm just going to drop it in. Let's see what happens. It's you know. coming out early today, people. Yeah. That and because I've got a dentist appointment in an hour and five minutes. Uh, and is I'm, that I'm... at 2.30? <laughs> oh! Where's me... <laughs> Oh, I haven't got my badum tish. Uh, uh, that's tooth hurty, in case you didn't get it for the uh, <laughs> for our friends across the pond. Hurty tooth, tooth hurty. Oh dear! Is that a quarter of tooth? <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, oh, Andy, dear. thank you so much uh, for your time today and for. Uh, uh, well, and for knocking together the show notes in record time this morning. I think we got it, though. I think we got it. We get away with it. Stay secure, my friends. Stay secure. You've been listening to the Host Unknown podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, comment and subscribe. If you hated it, please leave your best insults on our Reddit channel. Worst episode ever. R slash smashing security. Okay, we're, we did it. We, we didn't have to uh, mention the elephant in the room. We did. We... <laughs> <laughs> That's no way to talk about Jeff. <laughs>